I mean, I said I would do it, so now I'm stuck trying to make either a review or a video for a desk. Is that just like a lot of slow panning, lovingly rendered shots where it's just like, check out this top and the legs. Yeah. I think it's gonna be a lot of, of me pushing the buttons to make it go up and down and then having things enter and exit the frame dramatically. While saying, this is a desk. It will hold your things. Put put a thing on it. Put a bunch of things on it. Yeah. Put nothing on it. Yeah. You can do that too. Be 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 minimalist. Defeat the purpose of a desk altogether. What is a desk other than a uh, a social construct anyway? Uh, I mean that's a question you're gonna have to answer in this <laughs> review. I think we found the um, title of the review. What is a desk if not a social construct? Yeah. There's a limit to what I'm willing to tolerate uh, in the interest of desk science. Yeah. Anyway, video games. Who likes them? Who's seen them? Who's played them? I played at least one. I, I played a video game in my life. Okay. And probably did it for the site. I think that probably... Uh, yeah, that qualifies you as an expert on the subject. I had to check. Well, yeah. So, uh, uh, welcome to Press X to Podcast. It's the podcast from your friends at COD Connected. And that's the intro that I do about one out of every four podcasts. That Who needs it? Yeah, I mean, that's a good... You know? It is what it is. And, uh... Yeah, it's getting to be the end of the year, so this is going to be one of two sort of Game of the Year-ish episodes where we talk about the stuff that happened this year. And uh, next next time around will be a little bit more traditional, coming up with a list of the best games of the year. But this time, we wanted to uh, recognize some of the other stuff that's not likely to make it into our top 10 or whatever number of top games we decide to come up with. And uh, come up with our own awards. So that was, that was the ask last time we went away was for everybody to come back with a list of their own awards that they want to give. And boy, howdy, is this going to be something? It, yeah, yeah. I a, I a couple of my topics. I thought, hmm, that that might just end up in the actual in the actual goddies. So I don't I don't know if I want to lay that one down, but like. <laughs> Some, I'm confident, no one would ever think to ask, and uh, I stand by it. Yeah, I had a brief look at your list, and I think we're gonna we're gonna get some stuff done here. Yeah. Uh, who wants to bring something to the table first? I, I, I can do that. Okay. I I can do that. Okay. <clears throat> So, so I don't have answers to these burning questions a lot of the time, but one that uh, has more entries in the category than I expected there to be <laughs> is the Lupius game. The, 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 the game that best exemplifies the, the time loop. And uh, there's, there's a few. There's a few categories. 
I, I kind of thought there was just two, and then a couple more popped up, which makes four, which is still more than I was expecting. I mean, you so, could you could you could argue that anything that has a permadeath mechanic is a time loop game, but I, I see where you're going. These are very specifically looping, uh, sometimes directly in the title, looping. Yeah. So there's um. 12 minutes takes place in a time loop and it has a lot of voice acting talent although not that not a lot not a lot else i guess i don't know that was the what, what, what the critical consensus for that one landed somewhere in like a kind of noise you know one of those like an like an exhausted shrug yeah i reviewed that guy and yeah it's like a proof of concept okay. of something that one day will be amazing when we have the the AI muscle to flesh it out more. And right. it, it, in, in the form that it's in, there are a lot of different branching paths and different things you can do, but the edges of the experience come up far too often. You run, You start running into things that are repeated segments or little things that you've done differently that aren't necessarily caught by the VO because there's just not that many iterations of them. Um, and some kind of AI voice system could potentially resolve that and come up with something that's that's way bigger than 12 minutes long. So this guy's uh, original plan for this was it for it to be an entire neighborhood and like a week of time or something like that that you could go and explore. And then it was immediately like, whoa, no, we absolutely cannot do that. That's not possible. And so yeah, the game so I is now 12 minutes long. Yeah, because they, they was like, listen, here's what we have the scope for. And then they like fought back and forth and 12 minutes. Oh, God, that must have that must have been a day of like really reconciling and like a little day of reckoning with like your expectations and like the, the reality. Yeah, pretty much. But yeah, pretty that's much. a good call out. It's very yeah. loopy. But is it the loopiest? Well, there's also Lemnis Gate, which is a first-person... I think it's like a team-based first-person shooter that uses time loops. It, it was it, it, it caught some buzz. It, it showed up in some preview videos on some, 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 some big B-roll uh, bundles for various fucking uh, 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 conference events. And I couldn't tell you a goddamn thing about it. <laughs> Sorry, it's out there. It's a time loop game. Probably not the loopiest. Sorry. That then we've got Loop Hero, which pretty on the nose, more so than maybe any other game because you just travel in a circle forever. So by that standard, probably the loopiest, but you can't forget Death Loop, which is like a regular loop, but with murder. And that that's pretty rad. Also, the game is good. The game is very good. Yeah, so of the two of the four loopy games, I can personally vouch for two of them. I have and a that... I have a wrench to throw in your your award here because I have another loopy game for you. Alright, hit me. What do you got? It's called The Forgotten City. Mm. Oh. 
Has, has either of you touched I, or, or I heard of actually this? played that. Yes. That game's cool as fuck. It's so awesome. Yeah. And extremely yeah. confusing and and super loopy. Yeah, deeply loopy. That's a that's that you're right. That is a serious time loop game. I do like in that one though that they don't make you go through a lot of the rigmarole once you've done something once. Once you've found out a piece of information, you don't then have to go back and go through that whole thing again in the next loop. You can just kind of go to the next step. Yeah. So it's a streamlined time loop where the loop gets shorter and shorter, eventually becoming a singularity that destroys the universe. Okay. Okay, maybe too loopy. Maybe it crosses the line so that it's not a loop anymore. Could be a disqualifying condition. Point taken. <laughs> but 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 yeah, the 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 award is just for which one be the loopiest. <laughs> which one is which one is perfectly loopy? <laughs> Guess it depends on how literally you want to take it. It's true. I could definitely see this going to Loop Hero. I, it, 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 you you very much travel in a circle forever. <laughs> what's, what's the name of that? Uh, well, yeah, Loop Hero. Y'all you know, are probably right about that. What was the name with the 12 minutes? 12 minute game? 12, 12 minutes. 12 minute loop? 12 minutes. Yeah. That one. So personally, I'd probably go Death Loop here. But 12 minutes I went through that. Uh, I didn't get through all of it, but that one really, I felt, you know, embodied this category. It really felt like I was playing a fucking uh, Groundhog Day or something like that. You know, mm. a, a video game Groundhog Day, a darker version. But yeah. yeah, it it could by the by the the rigorous uh, rules and regulations I've set it for this specific award be considered the loopiest game. Loop science is a relatively new field. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I'm, not sh- I'm not sure how much actual quality comes into the the, the loopiness. Yeah, you, you you could also designate this the um the 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 the, the Groundhog's Day Dinner Award, where where you know you 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 sit down for a nice meal that literally never ends, and uh, yeah, see how see how it satisfies the Bill Murray Lifetime Achievement Award. Yeah. Multiple lifetime achievement award. Yeah. We'll workshop that. Yeah. I don't know. I could see it going to 12 minutes. I could, I could too. You know, by, by as as um according to the the system we've set up for this specific award. Yeah, feels like 12 minutes might be the loopiest game. Well, let's lock it in. Loopiest yeah, game right. of the year, 12 minutes. Yeah. Boom. Our first award. God, hey. making such good progress here. Yeah, what what a time to be alive, isn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah. Brett, do 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 you have a do you have an award for us? Yeah, to... I have one. Okay, sick. One. And it's really a, a personal shout out that I felt I needed to give. It's the Alex Thomas Outriders. What did I name it? It's just the Alex Thomas Outriders Award, and. <laughs> There's not really anything to to debate here. I just felt that Alex Thomas needed recognition for such enthusiasm. I've never seen the type of enthusiasm that uh, anybody that, that that he has 
for outriders from anybody else um a truly mediocre game from top to bottom and we have to recognize that uh you know it's uh, yeah it is one of alex thomas's favorites of the uh of the year if not of all time i'm with you but i have a question uh what do you think the the future of this award looks like do we have to give it to outriders every year or can we give the Alex Thomas Outriders Award to something else next year? Uh, if there's a sequel. There's well, a sequel. I, I would say anything that really uh, successfully embodies the Alex Thomas Outriders spirit, which is riding as hard as you possibly can for a game that doesn't 100% deserve it, but you have that passion. <laughs> Love and... It. And, and 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 we have to recognize, you know, I myself have 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 been in that hot seat many times, riding super hard for a game that just okay, okay, sure. Oh yeah, you, you know, we've all been there. Yeah, for the uh, inaugural year, yes, the Alex Thomas Outriders Award will go to Alex Thomas riding hard for Outriders, <laughs> but. Uh, also, though, it's like thinking about it, if if we were to retroactively, you know, hand out this award, I think that Alex Thomas might win it uh, for the year prior, or if it was the two years ago for Anthem. Anthem was another one. Um, Anthem also almost the same game as Outriders. Same game, right uh, down to the mediocre quality. You know, although I, w- I think maybe Anthem's combat was a little bit. More fun than Outriders, but oh, hey, what do I know about either of them? <laughs> yeah. No. yeah, the answer is not as much as some people. <laughs> yeah, well, that's why you won't be winning this award this year. Well, I'll try harder you, you, next you, year. You you could call it the Shine Up That Seven Award or the the the. super sparkly uh pyrex or um pyrite there we go fool's gold um mm. uh uh oh yeah i like the fool's gold award yeah the the the, the pyrite trophy <laughs> <laughs> it's just an an unprocessed block of <laughs> pyrite jagged misshapen just like the games that it honors yeah, glittery, you know, glittery. But but yes, also those Ult- things. Ultimately worthless. I'm into this. This uh, might be our best segment ever, guys. Okay. Uh, All right. I have a I have an award to give. It's a little bit more simple uh, than the first two, and that is for best teeth. I'm giving the best teeth award. Psychonauts 2. <laughs> okay. Because the entire first level of that game occurs like inside of a mouth and there are teeth everywhere. And these are lovingly rendered teeth. It's absolutely disgusting. It was horrifying every second. Everywhere you turned, there were teeth and gums 
and and molars. And they're the best teeth. They're great yeah. teeth. Psychonauts too, best teeth. Best teeth, Psychonauts too. All right, that's amazing. Okay. Um All right. Uh Uh I've got a similarly uh, a, a, a very similar award on my list. I don't know if we can let this one pass rigorous testing, mm. but I've got the hottest garbage award. Okay, now this was specifically the the the. This isn't like the the Alex Thomas Pyrite Trophy. Okay, it's, it's where somebody rides hard for a game that was. Fine, you know, hottest garbage award is for the bum jump piece of shit that like nobody could put down. It was just like, oh, this game is, this game is right to fuck, and uh, people complaining about it have like a hundred and forty hours re- recorded on Steam, for example. They're like, oh man, this is the fucking worst. I have spent unbelievable amounts of time playing this game <laughs> okay which i just thought it's it's just a now what is there a game that comes to mind when you think boy boy people sure seem to put a lot of hours into that 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 10 story tire fire uh the only thing that really comes to mind, like right off the top of the head for me, is very current, but it's probably a recency effect. Uh, Halo Infinite multiplayer. People love and hate that thing in equal measure at the same time forever. It can okay. do no wrong and yet can also do no right. I think that one might be suffering from a fandom effect. Where as soon as you get yeah. a large enough group of people together who are passionate about something, the the assembled vitriol like coalesces into something physical and um starts thrashing coastal cities. It yeah, it's a whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um So like that would be a great like, hey, What's a game that attracted a, a, a that turned into a, a sort of neutron collapsing neutron star uh, of of negative attention? Um, Halo Infinite prob- probably probably in the running. Um, yeah, it's a tough one. You might. Uh... Do you have a winner in mind for this, James? Well. Not immediately, because <laughs> but it seems that people have been learning their lessons ever since the great cyberpunkening of uh 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 at well hmm. the great cyberpunkin incident of 2020. Pe- people people have been a little gun shy about just laying a huge steaming turd onto the storefront, and uh, it's hard to say whether anything's really uh really stepped out of the plate to really you know. Knocked out of the park and into the the midden heap. Is that what they called the refuse bin, the shit box. Um, but I think that might be one we have to circle back to after we let it percolate in our brains. Because okay. guys, 
I know there's been tire fires rolled out in smoking heaps out of the front page of every news site. Like, that's a... We didn't leave that tradition behind in 2021. We didn't graduate from that activity. I was just doing my day job mm. and did not come up with a really good, clear winner. But early access multiplayer, very, very good start. That's a great start. If you want, if you want to really, really like get right into the, the, the rancid meat of the situation, then early access multiplayer is an amazing place to begin. Oh, oh, what about Battlefield 2042? Ooh. <laughs> or Grand Theft Auto, uh, the, 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 the definitive trilogy. Ugh. God, I bet people have collectively put in a couple million hours into that. <laughs> yeah, good point. Good point. They've put several million hours specifically into taking screenshots of characters from angles and comparing them to angles yeah. of characters from 20 years ago. God, I think the trilogy might nail it. Actually, that's the one I can. Th- that's the one that sticks out, right? Where it's just like it releases and then immediately gets like review bombed into fucking oblivion <laughs> it really did i think it's actually the lowest user score in history on metacritic jeez <laughs> oh, uh, to be out madden fucking 21.2 oh yeah oh fuck rockstar yeah the games are not in the hottest shape Quite the opposite, in fact. Yeah, you know what? I was I had, I, I I lost uh, the flight stick, but I still managed to land the plane. Okay. Confirmed uh, with 0.6, 0.7, and 0.9 across all platforms. Uh, Grand Theft wow. Auto: The Trilogy, the definitive the definitive edition, is in fact the lowest score of all time on Metacritic from users. Battlefield 2042 is very close, though. <laughs> yeah. 2.2. Where's that sitting? 2.2. Uh, and splitting the... At this di- point, it's like, man, and, and I, I'm sorry to cut you off, but like, no. I'm not even making a joke. At this point, a 2.2 is a high score for EA. They've been getting zero point whatevers for the past couple years in all their sports games. Yeah. Shocking. Sorry, go on. Oh, no, I was just going to say that splitting the difference between Battlefield and Grand Theft Auto is eFootball 2022, which (laughs) I have on very good authority is an absolute piece of shit. Yeah, shockingly rough launch. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, for fans of Konami football, that was obviously the fucking nail in the coffin for that series. It's too bad because two, three years prior... A lot of people would have told you that on the pitch, that's a better football game than FIFA. Yeah, they could they could just never lock down the licenses. They could never get the fucking the the backing behind it. And here we are. <laughs> FIFA twenty two seems to suck balls real hard too. Yeah, I've seen some uh, some shocking glitches uh, perusing the internet. So so typical. Anywho, let's loop back on that one. 
Uh, Brett, do you have another award? Uh, yes, because I do feel like there's another game that needs a piece of this podcast pie carved out in its name. Um, what was it called? Retired Men's Nude Beach Volleyball League, <laughs> earning the most <laughs> dongs in the sand award. The yes. I actually am going to nominate this game for having uh, one of the best pieces of original music for the year. If anybody hasn't heard that song, I absolutely encourage you to go listen to no, it. No, it's it's a, it's a it's a it's a fucking banger. That's what it is. Yeah, it's a banger. I know it sounds ridiculous, but just go. And uh, yeah, retired men's nude nude beach volleyball league. It's exactly what it sounds like. You're a retired man having fun in the sand. Uh, don't let your dick touch the ground. <laughs> yeah, you know. it's it's the it's the mo- it's the sandiest dog award going to retired men's nude beach volleyball. <laughs> oh yeah, no women allowed. Leave your wives at home, okay? It's all men out here. We're just enjoying our retirement. Yeah, enjoying our retirement, enjoying the sun, enjoying each other's company. It's lovely. It is lovely. So All right. yeah, there's not really any other games I think from this year where your dong could touch the sand. Maybe some Cybermonk po- uh, mods. Yeah, if you could. Sure. Right. I. I'm sure you can do that at this point. Well, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Uh, fun uh, podcast trivia. I the podcast actually ends with that retired men's nude beach volleyball theme in one of the episodes this year. So if you haven't heard that, you should go back and listen to them all. Listen to them all. <laughs> yeah, you'll find, find out. You'll, 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 you'll pick it out. Uh, you probably hacked the system by finding out which episode we talked about that game in. Uh, yeah. Anyway, I have another award. All right. Uh, this is uh, an award I have entitled Ubisoft Presents... Icon Fest 2021. <laughs> and this is to honor the game that has the densest uh, mini map, map screen, highest number of things to do th- with the least amount of direction. And uh, that award absolutely, definitely, 100% goes to Forza Horizon 5. All right. Love the game. It's an absolute mess. You are unlocking shit constantly, especially the uh, showcase events or the bigger events. You're unlocking them all the time, every couple of races, and you've definitely not had a chance to do any of those showcases. So at, at one point, I had like six or seven major showcase events on the map at once and all the related nonsense to those at the same time to the point where you have to zoom in on the map to the absolute limit the closest you can possibly get to distinguish the icons from one another. So, so if you zoom out a couple degrees, it's just like this gross block of like icons. Yeah. You'd think there was a, uh, a Google material design, multicolored dome covering Mexico. Nice. Cause you cannot see Mexico. <laughs> Great game. <sighs> Way too many icons. Okay, I, I, you know what? That's a surprising nominee, a surprising uh, 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 award winner. 
I, I really didn't see that one coming. Thought it would be, you know, an Ubisoft game since they pioneered the technique, but... All right, man, Forza Horizon 5. If all they've grown is a company. They figured we're sponsoring the award. They're not actually sponsoring the award. I'm going to put that out there. But they're sponsoring the award. They figured maybe we should give it to someone else. Yeah. We've become bigger. Yeah. But I wouldn't rule out next year. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's true. Odds are that uh, pirate ship battle game is going to come out at some point, and that thing's definitely going to have icon soup. Man. (laughs) I could have built a full-size pirate ship in the time between when that game was announced and when it's coming out. (laughs) And years ago, probably four years ago at this point, I played that game. It was pretty cool back then. Yeah. I don't know what's happened to it now. (laughs) All right. So. This one's going to require some input from you guys. That's the this better not awaken anything in me award. (laughs) <laughs> which is the most unconventionally attractive, the unconventionally hottest character that, that you've encountered personally in this year of gaming 2021. Who's the one that was like, well, no, but maybe. <laughs> I I can tell from the way Rhett responded to that. He immediately has the answer. This is a dark category. Uh, actually, <laughs> no, because there was no uh, WWE release this year, so... Uh, just let me, just let me look for my, or let me look through what I played this year real quick. And I'm going to come back to you on this one. Yeah, I have okay. a, I have a recent thought to put into okay. this category. Um, playing through Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, a week or, week or Groot. so ago. Well, Groot, Groot is there. Uh, yeah, right. I, but I really had some feels for Lady Hellbender. Huh. Yeah. She, All right. She's pretty thick. I'm really glad that you played that game as well because I think that that one's going to oh, be fuck. up more than I expected. It's so it good. It is it's so, so good, good, right? Yes, okay. It's shockingly uh, underrated. It's so good. Shockingly, yeah. But yes, Hellbender, yeah. She's got it going on. She could stop me. No problem. She, oh, all day. All day. <laughs> um, thick, you know, but she's not like, uh, what was her name in Last of Us? You know? Mm-hmm. Abby. She didn't... Yeah, right. Like, she's a big gal, muscular, but she didn't look like Batista. She still looked, <laughs> you know, like, you know. Yeah. So I don't think you're... I don't think you're too far off with that one, Hellbender. James, I assume you had to have somebody in mind coming up with this category. Well... <clears throat> one of those things where I try to not get too distracted with the potential fuckability of every character I encounter in a video game because it would make it very difficult to play video (laughs) games. But there's definitely been some candidates. So one could argue one could argue 
that the main antagonist of Bowser's Fury bulking up to the point where he could crush a three-story building with a single foot deserves a certain amount of props, a sort of tip of the hat, shall we say, uh, uh, in recognition and deference of their galactic thickness. Is this turning into the the thickest hottie award? Um, not intentionally, but uh, it very well <laughs> could end up in that place. Uh, so earlier this year, I reviewed Hazelight Studios. It takes two, mm. which is a, uh, like a co-op adventure game in which yeah. the main characters are turned into dolls. I could see that playing in this category as it's, you know, it's true. slightly unconventional. Yeah. But, you know, they they perform some feats that I'm I was certainly impressed with. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember. Is it one or both of the main characters that has an absolute dump truck ass for most of the <laughs> runtime? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know it's definitely the dad, but is it both? <laughs> I'm just scrolled through some screenshots here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean they're both they're both bottom heavy. Let's put it that way. Yeah, yeah. nice. <laughs> yeah, nothing like a good dump truck ass to fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I could also see uh, this going to the uh, the book of love from that game. Oh, yeah, the, with the big, the bushy pink eyebrows, and yeah. just the 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 charm, and the, <laughs> you know, yeah, I could see that. What about that uh, really big bitch from Resident Evil? I mean, she's really just oh, I don't a beautiful lady blown up. Yeah, right? she's yeah, conventionally really. hot. That's not the same yeah, thing. <laughs> right? But I mean, she's fucking fifteen feet tall and probably oh, or nine hundred pounds. Or, if you wanted to really throw out the curveball, you could take Lady Dimitrescu's monster form. If you're like, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, fucking, okay, fuck okay, me up. something out there. Yeah. All right. You nasty beast. Right. You know. Come on, come on, we'll come on, come on back. You, but we can make this work. Yeah. Yeah, I think Lady Dimitrescu would probably win the "This Better Have Awakened Something in Me" award. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. The strong, strong counterpoint to the hmm. Maybe, yeah. Hmm. The, the hmm, maybe award, yeah. <laughs> the hmm, oh yeah. <clears throat> okay, who are we giving this to? Ooh, got Lady Hellbender. Mm, yeah, realistically, yeah. I go. I gotta go. Yeah, Lady Hellbender. Yeah, and just, uh, just, just Google that up. She's a. Uh, there's a lot of women. A lot of women. Yeah. Especially at the end of the game. I won't spoil anything, but at the end of the game, mm. she really, yeah. Mm-hmm. She brings it home. Uh, <sighs> and, any objections to that, James? No, 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 no. All right. Well, the uh, the this better not awaken anything in me award for 2021 goes to Lady Hellbender. Nice. Congratulations. Thank you for your contributions to uh, uh, gaming society. It, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> okay. I I have another award here. Okay. <clears throat> we might need to workshop this name because uh, it's more of a concept than than anything, and it's absurdist use of numbers to shackle your gamer brain. Mm. You know, as gamers, <laughs> we'd love to see the numbers get higher. We'd love to see stats increase. What is the most outlandish use of that this year? I think I know the answer. James. Uh, outlandish use of numbers. It's the Goodwill Hunting Award for one. It's the, it's the Skinner Box Supreme Trophy. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we know what this fucker is called. Um, <laughs> hmm. I think a lot of the heavy Skinner boxes I played this year were like Remix. I don't know. That was my count. I mean, um, I, I think there were several podcasts where I definitely heard you talking about getting characters to level a trillion, oh. gaining 50 million levels overnight. Well, now that you mention it. The Skinner Box Supreme Award would probably have to go to Disgaea 6. <laughs> Just like awakened an animal instinct in you to... Yeah, to to make the big number. I, I haven't made the biggest number with Disgaea 6. I got really sad because it takes an absurd amount of time and other video games exist. <laughs> but I made, a, I made very big numbers with Disgaea 6. Truly large. Tremendous. Every once in a while, you know, every year or two, I will still open up Adventure Capitalist to see how much money I have made in the offline hours. That's a that's a, a clicker game where things just happen automatically and you, you get money. So things happen even when you're not playing the game. So I like to open that every once in a while and see how absurdly large the volume of, of money has gotten. And do some clicking. God damn it, does it feel good? So like, like like a Snickers, it really satisfies. <laughs> I had a hunger, honestly, I did. And... Back the digits. <laughs> uh, who's next? <sighs> are, are are we giving that to this guy six? Oh, oh, for sure. Like, there's not, I don't, I I, I think, like, I, I don't know if there's another one, unless, like, a really popular clicker game came out this year that we're missing the boat on, but, like, you're into, the, like, the, the quadrillions, I think. I okay. Think. Definitely, definitely trillies. Def, you definitely get into some trillies. It's pretty good number production. Yeah. Or some, some quintillions, maybe. Ooh. Some QTs. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You get you get to the QT space. If you if you play your combos right, you'll like lay your buffs down. You can go to QT town. Which is like it's a lot. It's a whole And not nearly as high as you potentially could go, James. Yeah. Alright, the Skinner Box Award. Uh, it's Disguise yeah. 6. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Rhett, do you, do, you, do you have a third one in the pipes? Uh, 
nothing yet. All right. Well, I'm going to give you a second. And in 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 the interim, we're gonna we're gonna go for the but at what cost award, which is the best <laughs> freemium game, the one that doesn't cost you anything except your time and your life and your soul, and also a bunch of money. They 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 actually don't tell you that up front, but it will cost you a fuckload of cash. Um, Hmm. This is tough. Because. There's a lot of, like, really. Delicious, powerful. Little bit predatory. Like. Hmm. Again, this is. This is. This is space for Halo Infinite to play in. Because the multiplayer don't cost nothing. You just hop in there, you make that shit happen. And uh, people people are hot for that shit. Hmm. But Halo, Halo Infinite did come out at the very tail end of the year, which leaves eleven prior months of of terrifying freemium power to be wielded and 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 and, and, and wafted about, right? Um. I, yeah. I usually avoid freemium games like the plague. Yeah, that's a good that's a good that's a good instinct. So I don't know, are we are we including games that exist on mobile platforms where their uh their app icon is universally someone looking angry and looking to the left of the screen? Yeah, the whole fa- the whole icon is just an angry dude's face as he's yelling and possibly brandishing a weapon, but most often not. Yeah, always pointing the same direction too. I don't know. Yes, that must be the same same exact angle. Yeah, bizarre. Um, well, a lot of the really big ones are just holdovers, and that's the same with all the 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 console and the PC ones. Like Genshin Impact had a really big banger year, but they started that party in twenty twenty. Um, I think time is floaty right now. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but, uh, they, they had, a, they had a banner year. Uh, Final Fantasy 14 consistently bandies, its, builds itself as a freemium game for like the first 30, 40, 50, 60 levels, depending on where in the expansion cycle we've gotten to mm-hmm. at that point in time. Um, but again, that's a, an updated version of a bottle to release. Uh, a couple of things as as food for thought. Okay. Uh, just looking at the top sellers on Steam for free to play. Yep. Destiny 2. Oh, shit. Apex Legends. Oh, yeah. Warframe. Yeah, fucking Warframe. Warframe does have a lot of free updates. I get an email about that shit almost weekly. And they've also got thousands of dollars worth of paid content in there, though, too. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Undoubtedly. Yeah. I'm sure it's fucking tens of thousands at this point. That shit's been out forever. Well, hmm. that's 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 how it works. Yep. You, you get... Yeah, uh, he's right. Can't be mad. Can't be mad. 
Oh my god, Apex Legends first started this run in 2019. Fucking wild nonsense. <laughs> is, twi- is, is, is 2021 not, not the freemium year? Like, was did I did I miscast? Did I miscalculate? Because they're all old, man. They're all old as shit. Yeah. Or did just nothing stick, really, this year? Mm-hmm. What about Among Us? Is that mm. Ooh. this year? Oh, that one. I don't think that one counts either. No. Hmm. They're all too goddamn old, man. Yeah. I was going to say Valheim, but that game has a price tag on it. It does. It, it feels does like it could tag. be a freemium game at some point. It does feel like it could be a freemium game. I mean, we're making up the rules, so I don't think there's any rule against us giving this to an old game. Fall, I don't know Fall Guys was 2020. Hmm. They were all 2020. Fuck. 2020 was the freemium year. Yeah. Yeah, it was everybody was sitting at home. There is still Fortnite as well. Oh yeah. Yeah. Arguably not a good game though. I think this true. Arguably. Oh, okay. Is it, does this for the best freemium game or is it the one that has sucked the most souls out of bodies. Yeah, small souls, I think. Well. Hmm. Dota 2? Y- yeah. But. Uh, well, we Blaze Ball. That, that one was pretty new. Hmm. That one was free. That one ate the brains of millions of people. I also couldn't really describe to you what it is in any amount of time. It's the strangest game experiment that's been run in years. Now, did that come out this year? I don't know. Nothing did. Everything, everything, all the big ones, all the ones that blew up had two years or more to just percolate and just sort of hang out as background radiation. And then eventually somebody was like, Oh, the right group of people found it, or it just built enough of a fan, uh, of a following. But Jesus, Blazeball, Blazeball really popped off. Um, Shockingly hard to find information on. Actually, like if you Google Blazeball, Blazeball doesn't come up. B L S B L A S E B A L L. Like 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 baseball, but with an L in the in the wrong place. S-E. Got it. Yeah. You'd think they well, would like, have uh, some ads bought on B-A-L-Z-E. No. Yeah, I can see it going to Blaze Ball. God. It's... Yeah. What about uh, Genshin? Genshin was 2020? What's the, like, pretty- what's the heat on that game now? It feels like it fell off. It probably did. Um, it dropped out of the the the. It dropped out of the 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 news cycle, but um, it's very out there. <laughs> very extremely, exceptionally out there in the world, making its way downtown. Uh, walking fast, faces past, and it's homebound. It's yeah, it's it's big. It's big. It's big. It's big shit. 
trying to find a list of the game with the most uh, microtransaction traffic. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Just the just the big, biggest nastiest Ooh. bit of business. What about GTA Online? <laughs> oh yeah, that's that's pretty nasty. If you start getting into the uh, the shark the shark bucks. True. True. Oh, but uh, with all the money they give out, it seems like yeah. every time. Yeah. Every week it seems they're giving out five hundred thousand here and a million there. Yeah, then they flood the economy and it's not worth anything anymore. It, totally. Yeah, it's all it's, fucked. It's a cryptocurrency in a nutshell. Uh, absolutely. You got a server of thirty dudes on uh the motorbikes with the rockets on them flying around <sighs> looks like goddamn Guardians of the Galaxy at this point. I think every once in a while. They should let the universes of GTA and Red Dead Online cross. Wow. Let the jet motorbikes loose on the city of Valentine. Yeah. Let's Doc see what Doc happens. Shows up. Doc shows up in GTA and you fucking get in with them and you rip back to, to Red Dead and there you are with uh, your online character, Arthur, John. Create shit Josh that you Ryan. can only buy... Uh, in GTA with gold mm-hmm. that you've right. you've gotten from Red Dead Online during the crossover period. God, that would be dark. Very dark. Yeah, I feel like the flavor of heinous crimes against humanity you could commit with modern weapons in, in, in the Red <laughs> Dead world would be uh, pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, absolute war crime. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then yeah. I'm thinking about riding my fucking horse down the highways in GTA. It would be pretty fun. Yeah, you would, I think uh, I want this. Well, we'll just uh, back the money truck up to take two. Yeah, they'll, 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 they'll take it. They'll take the money truck. Yeah. They 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 can always use another money truck, man. They're not, right. you know, not going out of style. Right. No, I, yeah, it makes sense. So who, yeah, who do we want to give this to? God, it's so tough because all the best freemium bullshit came out in 2020 or 2019 or 2018. I think all the, all the real, yeah. I was just going to say, I think we can rule out Halo, given that it's so fresh. Maybe mm. it can win, it could win this category next year. Yeah, that's true. It could really drag itself into the into the this quagmire and uh, make a name for itself in that, that bad way with news headlines. And it will. And it will. Make no mistake. Gaming is for all. Buy these skins. That's the yeah. uh, the new Microsoft. Yeah. Hmm. Well, should we uh, should we come back to this one? I mean, we can. I feel like the hottest garbage award 
has to go to the t- definitive trilogy of Grand Theft Auto. Hands down. Just for like yeah. sure just for like sheer volume of like awful fuck shit that people ran into <laughs> but like still kept going with like when people review bomb 2042 into oblivion they just gave up and stopped playing but like the grand theft auto trilogy is the kind of broken where you can just keep riding those rusty rails even when all of it is like fully disintegrating under your fingers I mean, what what did they think was going to happen? They gave three of the highest rated games from 20-something years ago and uh, gave the definitive remastering to a studio that had only ever done mobile games. And not with a particularly successful track record. Who can possibly be surprised by the outcome given the inputs? The answer is the entire internet. Yeah. Well, they were all pretty shocked. Didn't stop them. They bought it anyway. Yeah, they did. They bought it. They played it. They hated it. They played it more. All right. Well, hottest garbage. uh, GTA, the trilogy, the definitive edition. uh, Also a, a candidate for stupidest name ever. Yeah. There's... There's... It's either got too many colons and semicolons, or not enough, not enough, not enough semicolons. It, both, both would work. Both are very. They should have added more. Yeah. Honestly. Oh, yeah. you gotta empty the colon. Now, I was thinking <laughs> that the G, the trilogy edition. Uh, yeah, you don't get the you don't get the worst score ever on Metacritic, and not win this award. So I think that's a it's a landslide for the trilogy here to. To lock up hot, hot garbage of the year. The hottest of garbage. Well, let's lock it in. Yeah, I'm, I'm into it. Let's lock it in. We're lighting it on fire. Uh, Yep, the but at what cost award. Yeah. GTA, the trilogy, uh, definitive edition. No. Pardon me. Hottest garbage. The hottest, hottest garbage. There we go. At what cost? Still haven't decided. Uh, Rhett, I see you've been typing. Back to you. You know it. Because I've played multiple games this year that have featured sweet leather jackets. And so I need to give praise to the sweetest leather jacket of the year. I might, I might you know, defer to the, the panel here. Because there's three jackets that I have in mind. One, Colt Vaughn, Deathloop. He rocks a pretty sweet jacket. My boy Yagami from Lost Judgment. Nice black leather with the white V-neck under. You know, he looks real good, real fresh. And then you got our boy Star-Lord, a.k.a. Peter Quill. Um, he, his real nice. Yeah, it, it gets a little bit fucked up at times, but, uh, real nice leather jacket. It's tough to decide. Um, you know, I, I, I look at Yagami and it's just nice, clean black leather. You know, something you'd find at a, a Danier leather, a nice five, $600 jacket that is going to last you a long time. The other two, obviously they're a bit more 
themed. Uh, they got a bit more personality to them, I suppose you could say. And maybe that's maybe that would be something that sways your decision. To me, I don't know. I look at that and I'm like, it's not something I would wear in public. Yagami, on the other hand, he dresses like he fox, you know? Uh, well, what do you guys think? Uh, I got a question. Yeah. Is this strictly referring to the dra- the jacket or, or are we taking the whole vibe, the whole character, the whole look into consideration here? You know, that's that that's a really good question. We could expand it. We could take the whole vibe. You know, that that, that opens up the category, opens up the the nominees. Let's do that. Yeah, I was just thinking because Colt wears the shit out of that jacket. He does. He, he does. is a sharp-looking fella. Yeah. Funny too. I guess that's oh. the other thing though. That's that's how all three of these characters are, though. They're they're all funny. They're all badasses. Uh, there's a theme here, I guess. Leather jackets equal badass. Yeah, if you take uh, if you take young Peter Quill's hairstyle, Ooh, man, into consideration, that's a strong, strong contender. Very, very strong. Tell me that you unlocked the outfit for grown-up Peter Quill that was just his teenage attire no i didn't dude i rocked that for half the game <laughs> mullet and everything oh beautiful mm. you gotta love a good mullet especially that one too it's like it's thick it's feathered it's lethal in that game i knew i was in for an experience when that the first cutscene started up and i saw his mom's 80s hair i was like shit Ooh, this yeah. game might be amazing and then it was oh. Oh yeah, exactly. Then the camera pans back and you see his hair. Woo! And it's amazing. Yeah. And those those uh Star-Lord tracks that they came up with are bangers. Dude, so fucking good. Oh. <laughs> yes. I can't wait to gush about this game during the real game of the year awards. Yeah. Uh anyway, we got Star-Lord, we got Colt Vaughn. We got the uh the Lost Judgment dude. What's his name? Yagami. Yagami-san. Yagami. You know, it's so fresh in my mind. I just beat the game yesterday. I'm going to vote for my boy Peter Quill, Star-Lord. He, you know, he looks good saving the galaxy. And uh, that leather jacket's a big part of it. You know what? I'm I'm cool with that. James, you seem like you've been deep in thought or perhaps deep down a Google Images rabbit hole. Well, I'm kind of torn between Peter and Colt because, like, uh, Colt has a more, uh, I don't know, there's more of a, uh, a specific tailored curated vibe that that exerts its own sort of, like, uh, uh, impressive power, but one could also argue that Colt's look is echoed and reflected throughout the rest of the game, which makes him look slick as hell, mm. but keeps him from standing out as much as, for example, Peter Quill does 
in Guardians of the Galaxy. So by that metric, I guess I'd have to give it to Star-Lord. It is. I can't argue with that. That's good. Yeah. Uh, Sweetest Leather that. Jacket. Yeah. Peter Quill. Peter yeah. Quill. Yeah. yeah. I'm into nice. it. Okay. Uh, I've got another one here. <clears throat> and uh, this award is for the Januaryest game of 2021. Mm. Now, these are the games that come out early in the year. They're awesome. You love them. And then you immediately forget about them. Even at the end of the year, when it's time to come up with award nominees and things like that, they just get passed over, even by the big boys like the Game Awards. And I have a thought about this, but uh, I'm going to open this one up to the floor and and see what you guys think is the Januaryest game of 2021. Doesn't have to have come out in January. It's the whole spirit of January. I think I think Bowser's Fury probably qualifies for this because mm-hmm. it was an absolute fucking game changer and has paved the way for like a whole new direction for Mario. And uh, boy, oh boy, do I feel like that has completely dropped off of fucking people's radar. I just like I would be genuinely shocked, to, I, I, or rather, I will be genuinely shocked every time it comes up because I would just assume that everybody else forgot about it. You know, I think that we would hear more about that if it was its own thing when it came out. I remember reading about people. How they felt like it was the best thing Mario had done in, you know, maybe ever. It felt like the perfect, you know, yeah, the perfect advancement for for the franchise and exactly where the series should be going. But I remember people saying that it kind of felt like just a demo of that, you know? Like it wasn't, ah, it, it, it got good and then it ended. Or rather, it was five solid hours of it being great and then it ended, you know? Uh, I think people are quick to forget it for that reason. Yeah, that that is definitely my in my opinion. That's the Januaryest game of twenty twenty one. I my vote. Big and... I gotta go. Maybe I'm sure people will disagree with me, but I gotta go with Resident Evil. Resident Evil. When I was thinking about games of the year a couple days ago, I had forgot that this game even came out this year because it came yeah. out so early. Was it February? March? Yeah. Might have been early March. Early March, yeah. Um, And yeah, like, amazing game, but man, with with everything that's that's come out lately, all these these great games that have come out lately, it was really easy for me to forget that one. I could could fuck with that one, too. Um, The one I was going to say is Hitman 3. Mm Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Which which did come out in January and has continued to provide that typical hitman week after week of new content for free forever from IO Interactive. And for the first time since this series was overhauled um, and, you know, kind of rebooted, I haven't really been following it. And I don't know why. Huh. Hmm. But y'all have made some very strong uh, arguments as well. 
I'm with you on Hitman 3 as well. I I personally just couldn't get on board because for all of 2020, as I sat in my place uh, with COVID going on, I did every single challenge in Hitman 1 and 2, which is like 1,700 challenges. It took me the entire year. So by the time Hitman 3 came out, it was like, man... It looks fucking awesome. I'm so burned out on Hitman, though. I just can't go back. Hmm. And every time now I think about it, yeah, I would love to play that game, but there's too much time. Too much time has passed. You know, there's too much good shit out now, and I can't go back to it. Maybe one day when they make it free. Yeah, I think Bowser's Fury has a really strong case, too, because I was in the exact same boat as James of having completely forgot that this came out this year. Yeah. You know, I think a lot of that has to do with it being Super Mario 3D World and Bowser's Fury. That's what it was. You know, if they had thrown out Bowser's Fury for even like 20 bucks or something as a really short experience... I don't know if that would have stuck with people more, maybe. Maybe. Hmm. One thing I'll tell you, though, is that next Mario, that next 3D Mario game that comes out that is going to be like Bowser's Fury, you know, times 10, that is going to blow people away. I'm sure that'll be the next fucking easy 10, you know, the next Mario Odyssey that was Mm -hmm. (laughs) pretty much a lock for a 10 if you were a reviewer. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I mean, they may have to wait for a Switch 2 or a Switch Pro for that, just given how yeah. how hard the Switch was working with Bowser's Fury. Um, yeah. The seams definitely showed in a way that they don't usually in a Nintendo product. Yeah. All right. So, first of all, <clears throat> I have my answer for the best, uh, my vote for the freemium game. Ooh, okay. Yeah. I think it's got to go to Splitgate. Okay. Tell me more. Well, it's Halo with portals. Mm-hmm. That's kind of it. That's the pitch. Um, and and a lot of people when uh, Halo Infinite's multiplayer first popped up on the radar they're like okay you could play this or you could play Splitgate and shoot people through a portal gun hole to make impossible sniping campy shots and just fuck people over and have the most fun that you could have with a with a uh, 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 a freemium game. This looks really and, cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's really rad. Hmm. And you're not kidding. That is literally in the uh, the tagline of their website. Halo yeah, meets Halo Portal. with portals. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I just saw somebody hit another player with a disco ball. Uh, if yeah. that's the kind of freemium bullshit and nonsense that this game's playing with i i could agree with that yeah yeah wow yeah all right the uh 
But at what cost? Award goes to Splitgate. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So next on the docket, and this isn't. This is a. Uh, I think this is going to be a big one. Uh, but hang on, hang on. Before we move on, did we did we name the Januaryist game? Hmm. That's true. I mean, I, I could know. see it being Resident Evil as well. Yeah. That did obviously didn't get as much love as it deserves. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliantly paced, scary as hell in parts. Really well I really designed. Think if, it, if it came out the week of Halloween, we'd be talking about this as a potential game of the year. You know, I don't think it would win, but I think it would be in the conversation a lot more. Yeah. Yeah. I think it'll be in my top. 10-ish. Oh, absolutely. It'll be in mine. But uh, again, I just think it would do a lot better if it came out six months later. As far as for these awards, I'm sure the game did just fine as far as sales figures. Yeah. Yeah. They probably did all right. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. So which one of those three was the most immediately forgotten? Man, as far as immediately forgotten, though, I think it was Hitman. Because Resident Evil did have a solid two, three months where it was really popular. Now, not so much, but Hitman, I felt like it came out and it was two weeks later and people were not talking about it. And in a time of the year that was pretty devoid of releases. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Hmm. I remember, you know, the, the review started coming out and it reviewed really well. People liked it. And then... That was the last I'd heard of it. Yeah, I think the burnout has a lot to do with that, actually. Mm-hmm. You know, the uh, the constant content drops and the constant challenges and things like that just kind of meant that people weren't ready for another one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I personally think that Bowser's Fury disappeared way fucking faster than that. But I will concede to the majority of this one. I mean, I could see Bowser's Fury as well. I know, I agree there too. The the fact that I literally forgot that it came out, as did you, James, who, by the way, reviewed Reviewed the game. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) I did. I think we could give it to Bowser's Fury. Yeah. Yeah, Hitman 3 at least had a grace period where it was like, all right, it's coming, it's cool, it's out, it's cool. Whereas Mario Bowser's Fury was just like, what, 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 where'd it go? Where'd it go? Okay. All right. All right. Uh, the January'st game of 2021, Bowser's Fury. All right. We're not even going to give it the, the respect of adding Super Mario 3D World Plus. It's just no, Bowser's no. Fury. No, no, no. 3D World had its shine shine time yeah it did okay james do you have another award uh we're kind of getting to the dregs here yeah okay i think the last one on my list this is a tough one because strictly speaking this could apply to either uh, a, a moment or a character in a game or a moment or a character in the game's industry oh and th- this is the twirling mustache award for the most cartoonish act of evil. <laughs> wow. Yeah. 
That covers a lot of ground. Yeah, yeah. but I think for the sake purposes of discussion, uh, we should probably uh, either stick to within games or within games industry. My vote personally is for within games industry because a lot of what these people do vastly outstrips whatever awful shit that the characters they create can come up with. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Uh. So I mean, does this just go to Activision? God, it would be great if somebody else could step up to the plate. You know, for a while, for a while, Activision Blizzard was like the old guard of evil, where it was just like, oh, I remember back in the day when Activision was the worst company on earth, and then 2021 was their year to like really, really ramp it up and like. Oh no, we can come back in a big way. We can be evil. Don't you forget about us. The have you heard the most recent thing they did? Pieces of shit. Um they they're going to lay off a whole bunch of testers after promising them full-time work and pay raises. Mm. It's just like, no, actually we're just going to get rid of all of you. Also, we cleared 2 billy this year. So uh Oh well. <laughs> Is there is there like chief operating officer Waluigi? Honestly, no. But, but, <laughs> Bobby Kotick did in fact hire a Waluigi style person to run operations of like some branch. I, can't, I don't remember exactly what the person's position is, but the guy's name is Bobby Kostick. No, or like Come Robert Costick. Yeah, it's the same. It's the same dude. He just got another dude. It's, it's, he, he got his Waluigi. It's so, it's so offensive. Oh my god. <laughs> oh yeah. god. Yeah. So Bobby is at more, even more than Activision. Bobby, I think, definitely gets the twirling mustache award this year. <laughs> Yeah, the only possible competitor I could I could think of is the whole cryptocurrency mining industry and GPU scalpers and basically the death of PC gaming because no one can build a computer right now. Uh, that doesn't really hold a candle to uh, the, <laughs> that whole Kodak caustic thing. <laughs> yeah. That's too funny. Yeah. Uh, such a piece of shit. And, um, uh, did you, you heard about, uh, Jeff Keighley being like, oh, we're not really going to take a stand on Activision. Do you, do you know why they're not really taking a stand on Activision? I don't, but I feel like you're going to tell me, James. Yeah, because they put a whole bunch of money into the game awards. <laughs> interesting <laughs> they're mm -hmm. one of the people that bankrolls it so of course he's not gonna sit there and, like lay all this bullshit on them <laughs> during the show Fuck. i somebody posted a screenshot where you could look at the like the backers the people who are like the on the board or whatever and there's a there's an activision dude like like on the board it's just like so no they're definitely not gonna take a stand <laughs> doesn't that seem like a conflict of interest you know has anybody gone back to correlate the uh, percentage of award wins that have gone to Activision depending on the board composition. 
Like there's bet, a data analysis to be done there. Yes. It, it would be a lot of work and it would make you really sad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Better yet, if you want to if you want to really bum yourself out, you can you can do a little reading on the the board of directors at Zenimax. That's like mm. That's like the that's like the League of Evil from the old DC show. Like not not exaggerating. Just the worst pieces of shit. Not even in gaming. Just like the shittiest rich white people you can think of all ran or run still Zenimax as far as I know. <laughs> wow. Well, yeah. I'm gonna have to look that up later, but I, yeah. I feel very I mean, confident giving this to Activision. <laughs> The yeah. twirling mustache award. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and they get it for insert but, but cartoonishly evil thing here because there's yeah. too many to name. Yeah. Bobby Kodak gets it for like just just doing just 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 doing the most. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, you know, people thought that other companies had become more evil, Ubisoft yeah. perhaps, EA maybe, EA. Yeah. and here comes Activision, no, we continued to be the most evil, and we continued to do it in an underhanded, under the desk way that you didn't even know was happening. Oh man, I've heard stories about like, the like borderline money laundering and like insider trading him and his buddies did to make sure that they took ownership of all those companies just the fucking worst human beings in the entire gaming industry and it's not close (laughs) god it makes you feel bad for some of the devs that have been scooped up by them like probably not blizzard they're bad in their in their own their own right but companies like bungie were super progressive and and forward looking and kind of the good guys of the industry yeah. for for lack of a better term. Bummer that they've yeah. got to report Bl- to old Bobby. Yeah, Blizzard is the like the the Blizzard Blizzard is the, is the is the is the uh parasite that's like hanging on on the back of of Activision. That would in itself be the mo- most evil, but the uh the symbiotic relationship just favors favors Bobby Coates. <laughs> yeah, if uh, if Activision was Saruman, uh, Blizzard would be Grima Word Wormtongue. Yeah, there you go. Deep cut, baby. Deep yeah. cut. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have one slightly lighter uh, award to, to finish this off with. Um, but also directly related and you know we kind of alluded we have alluded to this in the past and it's kind of the spirit that has has brought us to this to this episode of weird random awards and that is for the best evil laugh of the year and this one's a no doubter and no questions is dr nefarious oh oh just, 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 just the most uh, uh, exceptionally talented, evil-specific voice acting that you could like ask for. 
honestly. Yeah. And fun fact about that voice actor, uh, Armin Shimmerman, yeah. also played Quark on Star Trek Deep Space Nine. Nice. Nice. And once I learned that, I was like, I hear it. I hear it. Good job, dude. No kidding. It's fucking rad. What a range. Uh, yeah, I think that's going to do it for our random awards. Yes. You know, if, yes. We could, if we come up with more, I'm sure we'll be back. Uh, this could be a running segment, honestly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what a year in gaming. Kind of a strange one. In a way, didn't feel like it quite had the, the highest highs of some of the past few years. Uh, but I mean, but definitely had some of the lowest lows. Definitely had some of the lowest lows, and that bulk in the the upper middle of games that were quite good, and maybe are sniffing around the bottom of your top ten list, is massive. Right. In a way that yeah. it wasn't necessarily in a few years ago. Lot lot of competitors for the eighth, ninth, and tenth slots in the top ten list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so join us next time for that absolute bloodbath that's going to occur where we decide what the best games of the year are and agree on the order because uh, that's always a good time. Last year we came to a, uh, an alarmingly quick consensus. Um, I feel like it, it may be more difficult this time around, but hey who can say until we do the uh, do the actual podcast, until we actually do the yeah. thing. So uh, That's right. Fellas, Thanks for being here. Any any parting thoughts, parting words? Yeah, quit screwing around. That's really what I have to say. Quit screwing around. God damn it. Rhett, true words have never been spoken in the entire history of the human lang language. Um, thank you. You know what I mean? You know? So, Truly. Yeah. I mean... Yeah, let's leave it with that. Everybody, yeah. quit screwing around. Quit screwing around, guys. This has been Press X the Podcast. We will see you right back here next time. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye.